gosh, this feels so strange and so exciting um, that I am currently recording my first ever podcast of StudioCast, which feels amazing. I haven't got a script. I haven't got anything. I thought for this episode, it would just be a solo episode of me sitting down and just talking through why I've decided to create the podcast, a little bit about me so you can get to know me and all that jazzy stuff. So I'm studying at the Glasgow School of Art at the moment. I'm in my third year doing interior design. And unfortunately, due to the coronavirus pandemic, we are doing the majority, well, all of our teaching online, and then one day a week we can go into the studio. However, because Glasgow has gone into an even bigger lockdown, I have had to come home. And I just think that so many people at the moment creatives are so starved from the thing that feeds us the most the energy of the studio is something that I love from the bottom of my heart and it feeds my work and it feeds everybody's work and that real sense of community is something that I just feel very deprived from it at the moment and it is a bit shit obviously we've got uni online and we can talk to people there and I had a tutorial this morning which was really lovely and we spoke for a while but it's just not the same and I don't know, it, it's different. I miss the creative flow of being in the studio and being surrounded by people and it's something that I feel very blessed that I've even managed to experience and I just think that if this podcast can allow people to tap into those creative discussions that we are deprived from at the moment, it could be really beautiful and really life-changing sort of mentally. I think it will benefit so many other people to be able to listen to different walks of life and creative journeys because that's what we used to get in the studio every day and we're just not getting it at the moment and I know it will return and I know that it's going to feel better than ever when it returns but for the time being I think I think even if it returns it would be so nice you know I have so many discussions with so many amazing people and so many creatives and sometimes I'm just like I wish I could like record these chats of like my best friends who are like so inspiring and empowering and like I feel very lucky that I have friends that I feel so inspired by and they're so engaged and politically and like they're so empathetic and sensitive and like curious about the world of today and that's something that like I just think is so powerful and yeah feeds our work so much um Another reason that I wanted to do the podcast was because um, when I was younger, I so nearly didn't go down the creative path that I wanted to because, I mean, I'm I'm from an island on the north coast of Scotland, and I'll get into that a little bit more as well, called Orkney. And um, there is a creative community here, but it's very, very small. And throughout school, I felt like, not by everyone, like my English teacher was an absolute boo. Love her. Um, and my art teacher as well was wonderful but I felt like a lot of the school just did not respect the the power of creatives and I just I so nearly didn't do what I loved and it's crazy as well because I feel like this there's so many creative people I know that are so successful and are having such amazing careers and are getting to travel so much obviously not now because of the pandemic but um and it was something that within school like was just not acknowledged whatsoever and I don't think it's a fault of their own I think it's just a lack of 
um, being exposed to that culture and that sort of yeah there's just not it's a it's mainly a farming community up here so it's kind of very scientifically encouraged but I also think throughout a lot of schools anyway like people had respect if you went and did architecture but if you said you're doing interior design they were like oh that'll be really nice cushions and and I used to be like oh like it's about the ergonomics and there's so much thought into like creating spaces that like potentially can change people's lives and like it's all about infrastructure and like technology and all those things but like we just got disregarded as like pretty cushion makers and even if like what I find crazy is like even for a textile student that's so undermining because like one of my friends um she is a textile student and the amount of intelligence that has to go into what she does and sensitivity and stuff it it's unimaginable and I just think that like this podcast can hopefully help to educate those who don't know about design but also most importantly encourage the younger generation that if they feel this burning creative desire in their stomach that they go and do it because I so nearly didn't and I can't imagine how different my life would be like my design work and my creativity has gotten me through life and makes me the happy person that I am today I feel so blessed that I can wake up every morning and be so excited to do what I do and don't get me wrong it's fucking challenging and it's brought me at times all the anxiety and fear under the sun but I love it and I couldn't imagine doing something that wasn't me loving it and it's it's allowed me to grow and develop as a person I think when you become really really indulged in your time creatively you start to realize that it it is you and it's your entirety and there's so much that you have to sort of connect in with in that way and I would just love for creatives to have the platform to become better respected as well Obviously, the pandemic has opened up so many creative opportunities and allowed, I think, a lot of artists to be better respected. But recently we had the government release um, about how a dancer should look into doing something else. Like maybe she could go, she needs to basically stop performing and creating and she could go work in like an admin centre and this is the sort of attitudes that I want to begin to challenge because you know a scientist can't just jump and start doing interior design or doing painting like it's an it's a legit profession and a practice and it takes so much time and effort and I think I feel so respected obviously from the community that I am blessed to be surrounded by but if this can help the younger generation to realise that you can 100% thrive in doing what you love and that life isn't about it being difficult and you having to do a nine-to-five job that you hate like you need to throw yourself in the deep end and like allow yourself to love what you do so that's another reason why I wanted to do the podcast um there's obviously so many different reasons and you've probably realized that because I've been talking for 11 minutes already (laughs) about it but um to get off that topic a little bit and to give you a little bit of insight as to who I am I don't even think I've introduced myself yet um I am Molly Forsyth that feels very formal to say Forsyth 
I'm Molly and um, yeah as I said I've been studying at the Glasgow School of Art for three years doing interior design. Um, I was born in Halifax and then I moved to North Yorkshire like outside of Whitby and lived there for a while and then mum and dad one day just plunged it on me and my sister that we were moving to Orkney which for any of you that don't know is an island off the north coast of Scotland and they told us that we were going to move there and I was like okay this is a bit crazy like why um dad just got a job and they decided that they wanted to change so they moved up there and uh yeah we took the plunge but as I moved up here I think that was when my awareness for spaces first became like provoked because Obviously, in Yorkshire, it's very hilly, full of trees. It's a very sort of open culture. I would say it's sort of similar to what I've experienced in Glasgow culture-wise. Um, and when I moved up to Orkney, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was basically flat land, no trees, very remote, and, like, mostly consisting of, like, a... Uh, a farming community so I was like right and obviously that was amazing but I think that was when I really became conscious of my sensitivity because I was so overstimulated by like how different these spaces were um, and I was just yeah quite overwhelmed and obviously with the big change um, I became very familiar with my autoimmune disease which is alopecia and there's a lot more information on that on my Instagram um, and I'm hoping to do a podcast on it at some point but I'm not even going to get into my hair loss journey because it, I'll end up talking for hours um, but yeah I when I moved up here I lost all my hair at the age of nine and you know it's it was a very traumatic thing to go through and um, my mum also hasn't wasn't very well through my entire childhood and luckily she got an operation two years ago which transformed her life but um, I was a very happy child but a very very um, <laughs> anxious and slightly traumatised child we'll put it that way and um, what really began to heal me was the spaces in which I lived so um, I remember just as I was younger familiarising myself with Orkney and the sky is just amazing like you the hemisphere is so large because the land's so flat and we're so far north that you can almost see like the curvature in the earth and I remember just every day sitting outside looking up at the sky and just this real sense of openness and freedom I felt like really began to heal me and and we're surrounded by water here so the landscape is something I feel forever grateful for. It's so beautiful and the sea is stunning. And I remember I just used to go to the beach all the time. My hair started to grow back and I started to really think about as well from the move and the transition, what it, what makes a home a home and what makes us feel comfortable and loved. And I'm fascinated by objects and the sort of, materialistic world and anthropology and what connects us to our identity I guess because I feel like my objects and the things in which I surround myself by 
are integral to how I feel within myself and how I choose to express myself and that's something that I love to do throughout my whole childhood but it was funny because I remember in school like people being like oh like this is such a molly thing and like now looking back on it like I used to hate that because it was like undermining like my creativity and um I just felt like very much at times somewhat on my own with the way I was thinking um and then I became very very lucky that I bumped into one of my bestest friends who I'm very excited to interview on the podcast and he thinks in such a similar way to me and has such a love for like literature and poetry and music and I think this is what I mean by creativity as an entirety like the music I listen to the books I choose to read that all flows into my design work because with particularly musicians and with poets they are constantly analyzing the world around them and they're sensitive and curious and they're taking it all in and that's something that I used to do as a child but somewhat I didn't feel like was very appreciated through school and I could have chose to not flow with that and I could have been doing something that I just didn't love and I would not be sitting here the person I am today and I think I wouldn't be sitting here as the healed person that I am today and yeah I just think that it's really important to tap into all that so anyway going back a little bit um that was where my love for spaces first became initiated and then as time went on I knew I really wanted to do interior design I've always wanted to do it it's just been embedded within my bones I don't really know why my mum and dad always laugh about it because they're very like creative and uh, so my mum is uh, very like spiritually um, engaged and she does a lot of healing works um my dad is a head teacher so I think he's very I think that's where I get my sort of interest in like people's well-being and social sort of the difference in social cultures and why we behave the way we do so I think that has mixed me to be very creative my dad's also a massive fan of music and introduced me to like jazz and all those different genres that I can also talk about for far too long which I'm not gonna do I'm gonna not talk about jazz (laughs) for the whole podcast but um yeah he sort of introduced me to different I guess my mum and dad are very cultured like they lived in Nepal for um like I don't know I want to say 10 years but maybe it was five years um and they've lived like all across the UK as well and I think that their sort of energy is like fed into me but um it was difficult to sort of express that in Orkney and I know that a lot of people who've left Orkney will relate to that sort of feeling of you feel somewhat quite suppressed in what how you can express yourself I think um and I'm getting better and better each time I come home to be able to express that more and more um but yeah that sort of I think those characteristics in my parents caused me to be the way that I am and but they always found it funny because they're very outdoorsy people and as much as they say they're not interested in sort of interiors and things I think they are but they'd always be like oh like we struggle to pick what color of sofa to have and I was like yeah but like it's not just about that it's about the ergonomics 
Um, but yeah, they found it just so funny that we lived on an island on the north coast of Scotland, and I wanted to do something that I, you know, like I, we have like maybe like six coffee shops here, and they just couldn't understand where it came from. But I just think it was my spatial awareness became so engaged when we moved here and I went through such a contrast in spaces that I think it just provoked that um but another reason why I wanted to do interior design was I have somewhat um dealt with a lot of anxiety throughout my life and I've had to do a lot of healing and I realized that obviously interior spaces can do that for me and if I can train myself to be able to give those gifts to other people that would be amazing so I love looking at like there's lots of different interiors I'm interested in but the psychology behind interior design is something I'm so interested by and sort of um really approaching design with such empathy because that's what it's all about like it's not about what cushions look nice it's about creating spaces which can allow connections and transform the ways in which people live and I think that that is becoming ever more respected and you know like that's what's so exciting about design as well it's constantly developing and constantly changing and that interior design is exactly that it's becoming you know sort of maybe like I don't know 40 years ago interior design was seen as a way to express your wealth particularly in the western world where it was about um the objects showed how rich you were within your home whereas now I think it's connecting more to the eastern like the eastern world I love in terms of how they design it's very meditative and very connecting to the soul and um I think that's what design is becoming more and more now within the UK and I think that interestingly the pandemic has heightened that within people because people have have had more time alone to want to engage with themselves um but yeah that's sort of what I am mostly interested by and obviously I think it is just that like I'm fascinated by the ethos of interiors like when you walk into a space what is it that is creating that warm feeling inside of you or what is creating an empty feeling inside of you there's so many different ways that interiors can provoke emotions and that can change the way in which we live and I think particularly at the moment we are all collectively going through some form of grief of being starved of different experiences and change and I think that's what interiors enable us to be able to do we can we can we're ever changing and if we choose to surround ourselves by new environments every single day that can I think really change the way in which we think and connect with others um so that's a little bit about me wanting to design and I'm sorry again I'm losing my voice (laughs) um but I'm rambling a lot but I just want to sort of get this out there and get you guys to know me a little bit um so yeah over the last three years I've I was very very nervous to go away to uni because of the whole change had caused my hair loss I was terrified to go away to uni because 
I was scared I was going to lose all my hair again and it gave me a lot of anxiety about change and something in my heart was just like you've got to do it and it was hard throughout school because none of the teachers really knew about interior design so I sort of just had to educate myself so it was quite a lonely process and I think that's quite important as a designer to really indulge in your solitude because that's where you start to think about things alone and that's where you really build your thinking but you also build your confidence in yourself and mine is ever growing and I realise that I am only in my third year of uni and I have so much more to grow and develop on and I'm so excited for that there's so much that I want to keep changing within myself um, and working towards Sorry if it was a little bit rambly, I just wanted to set the tone. There's obviously so much I could talk about. And if you've got any suggestions, please just message me on Instagram. Um, obviously, if you want to hear about my transition into uni, project work, and then I'm hoping to get lots of different guests on, which will be super exciting, um, to give lots of different perspectives and give us a little bit of that studio vibe that we're missing. Um, I'm also planning to maybe read out some of my favourite poetry and uh, my favourite books and there's lots of different things that we can discuss so I'm very excited. Um, also a quick reminder with the whole pandemic that's going on at the moment and it becoming even more strenuous, a reminder to be gentle on yourself and to realise that you're doing enough because that's something that I definitely feel like I'm never doing enough when we're doing amazing through this. Um, thank you so much for listening and catch you soon. Bye!